Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, season two, episode 205. Uh, what we're going to talk about today may personally uh, have an impact on you or people you know. Um, it's been a topic that uh, I've always thought needed to be brought out, but I never really said anything uh, simply because. If you look at the basic um, impact that certain topics have on on your um, your audience, you, you know very quickly the things to approach and the things to stay away from. Well, I'm at the point where right now we're at two, episode 205, which... This program has probably outlasted uh, most podcasts by hundreds, maybe even more episodes. So uh, it's something I'm going to talk about, um, you know, during our um, last couple of months with all the turmoil that's going on in the world and the mass shootings and this and that. You know, we've, we've kind of just... We strayed away from the original uh, concept of the uh, podcast, which was unexplained homicides, disappearances, and uh, strange things like that. Um, I'm going to try to bring, start drawing this stuff back uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm starting to get uh, somewhat personally irritated with the uh, the politics and the ignorance of politicians that we have, uh, elected officials and so on and so forth, and uh, I don't see our culture in America uh, getting any better, as a matter of fact, I find it to get it to, quite simply, uh, becoming more ignorant to the fact of um, humanity respect for other people uh, happens to be you know that this is a society that's going totally off the hook because they can um, they think they're everything is great but what they don't realize is we are right we are now on the precipice of a, uh, a catastrophic failure and that's where we are and people don't want to hear that uh, today's topic is going to be some something like I said that may impact you. It, it involves um, methadone clinics. Um, you know, I myself have never, believe it or not, done an illegal drug in my life. Um, never smoked a cigarette, and for that matter, have never been into a um, a strip club. Uh, none of those three things I found necessary. I mean, you know, um, my life is good without all that type of, uh, uh, you know, tomfoolery, I don't need any of that crap, um, but here's an issue we have with methadone clinics, and I'm not the only individual that believes in this and, and has seen the results of it from both as a, a, a civilian side and a, a, a police officer side, um, you know, if you, the, the initial intent of a methadone clinic was to bring you in if you were addicted to slowly uh, reduce the amount of uh, 
doses of uh, methadone you were taking until you were you hit the uh, zero mark, and you know by that time you would, should have been pretty much um, not hooked anymore. However, um, you know, like everybody says, and it is true, it it has nothing to do with your sobriety. It has nothing to do with um, methadone clinics or anything. It just has it has to do with your will, what your um, you know, what is really important to you in life. Is it life and uh, spending a time with your friends or family, or is it, uh, you, you know, leaning up against a uh, stone wall in some uh, alleyway with a needle in your arm? I mean, that's those decisions are solely yours. And like I tell people, if you put a line of cocaine on a table and a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels, neither one of those are living uh, entities which have no... Uh, psychological control over you as far as them, you know, having any any type of verbal type of uh, ability to, to get you to drink or snort it. That that is your that is your own choice. They are non-living things, and it really breaks down to the point where if you can let something that's not a non-living entity have. Uh, control of you, uh, how how weak is your will, you know, um, and then, you know, you, you always get this, uh, well, it's a, it's a, it's, it's turned into a biological uh, issue because now my body relies on it, well, you know what, if you really think about it, if you didn't have it, your body wouldn't per se die, although, you know, you always get this, oh my God, they'll go into withdrawals, they'll die, yada, 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 I heard, heard that, that story a hundred times, uh, maybe the smaller percentage it could happen to, but the larger percentage is not going to, so that's just a line of bullshit, uh, a sympathy-based um, prod that just wants you to believe that that's what's going to happen. Um, but here's the problem you have with a methadone clinic, right? As we originally spoke, you were supposed to come in, the original concept, every certain few weeks it was to reduce, reduce, to reduce to zero. Well, now that the methadone clinics have realized that by you coming, your insurance is paying a good amount of money, uh, you'll never find the dosage level going down. It'll stay consistent. Uh, it does not decrease. Uh, why? Because you are... You are a paycheck to these people. You are nothing more than that. Um, and that's how it is. As a matter of fact, the, the hypocrisy of it is that if you do have a, a, a dependency problem, they will not let you into a facility for treatment unless you come in uh, with illegal drugs in your system, which means even if you need help and you're clean, you have to go out and do some type of drug to get brought in there, which is totally ridiculous. Uh, you, you know, where this shit comes from, who the fuck knows, but it, but it's, it's just stu stupidity personified. So, so here we have you being kept at a certain dose, uh, never going down, you know, with these... Uh, amount of methadone you have, um, the issue becomes the people that you meet at the methadone clinics, most of them are just there for a free high, 
that's all they're there for. They don't give a fuck about getting, uh, they don't want to become sober, they just want to become stoned. And what happens is if you have a person that honestly wants to get help, they start hanging around with these um, indigents and they learn ha worse habits than they had when they started. And in most cases, I will be honest with you, the majority of the people that start going to methadone clinics are within a six to a year period of time become uh, worse as far as the addiction goes than they were when they went in. Um, and that's just a fact. And the majority of them will pass away early. You know, um, when you go, when you open up your newspaper where we live, you'll see an, uh, an excessive amount of people, say under the age of 50, just, uh, you know, passed away. And, you know, unless it, it says something like hospice or cancer, uh, you know what, you know, the larger percentage of them died of drug overdoses. Uh, I have talked to specialists who had worked in the field, uh, who were involved in methadone clinics, and their, you know, their ideology is similar to mine, um, that the, these clinics don't do anything for you. They can't. How can they do it if your if your dose level is the same a, a year after you went in? You know, it's it's dangling the the carrot in front of the horse. You know, it's there's your status hasn't changed, your addiction hasn't changed, your body tolerance hasn't changed. Uh, but more than likely, people that have been there that long, by their influence of bad people that go there, and their bad habits, and their you know. Uh, people unfortunately start going downhill real fast and to the point of uh, um, death. And I think the really scary part is, is that if you look at somebody that's been doing drugs for a good amount of years and uh, there's this really, really hard veil to to look through. You know, you can remember these people when they were happy productive and then over the course of time based on drugs or alcohol they turn into these um, zombies uh, lifeless soulless um, careless selfish and it's always interesting I find that over the years you know I've, people with addiction or alcohol problems are always calling everybody else selfish well that's only because they're looking in the mirror. The, the person you're judging isn't the person they're talking to, they're judging themselves. Uh, it's sad to say, but it's true. You know, I, I wish there was um, some type of immediate remedy for this, but uh, there's not. And all I can honestly tell people is that you know, to quit an addiction like that, it's all on you. It's all about you. It's really about what you want, what you really care about. You know, you weren't born an addict. You weren't born an alcoholic. These are man-made, self-made conditions, okay? Um, 
and if you make it you can break it if you don't want to break it you're not going to make it simple as that you know um, you leave behind family members friends um, never to come back and that's a pretty tough statement because never coming back is something you can't fix ever just because you have free will doesn't mean you should use free will. Free will is a yardstick to your own self-contempt. Um, with that being said, you know, before everybody gets gung-ho and wants to go get their methadone dose and they're going to be happy and you know, you, you can always, and this is really sad to say, but you, you can always tell the crackhead walk. It's like a skip and a dance, you know. It's like these people don't realize how fucked up they are and how soon they're going to die and how they destroyed their family, friends, and everything else to go with it. And then they go to, to the, one of these methadone clinics think life's going to be great. Well, until you mentally change and realize that the methadone clinics are not really helping you just postponing your death by year, two years, maybe if you're lucky. Um, you know, you really need to think about yourself, think about what you want. And um, that's all I got to say, but I, I don't support methadone clinics. I, th I think they're just, uh, they're just, they're just there for, for your money. Um, methadone clinics, when they move into a neighborhood, they bring the riffraff and everything else that may happen to crawl out under it, and the surrounding areas of the methadone clinics become uh, drug havens for, you know, the basic indigents who want to just live that type of lifestyle. So. With that being said, the next time somebody suggests a methadone clinic, you might want to think twice about it because what you're, <clears throat> you have a methadone clinic on one side of the scale and you have your life and well-being on the other. You just need to pick out what scale you want. Do you want the dose or do you want to live? That's because even with the dose, you're not going to live. So it's up to you to live, not, not, not some fucking shit that comes in a white square bottle. You know what I'm saying? With that... That being a note, this is episode 205, season 2, the Night Stalker podcast. I am Michael C. Bouchard, the host.